Hey, hey, what do you say? Welcome back <laughs> to another edition of the Write the Radio podcast. Uh, today is a special day. It's Hoagie Day. And I'm yeah. sharing that day <laughs> with Rob Manoff and Rob Whitney. And, and of course, Taylor. Taylor, of course. <laughs> of course. Behind the glass. Yeah. Behind I always wanted to say that. Exactly. <laughs> that is, in fact, glass. That is glass. Work, yeah. And he is working behind the glass. <laughs> <laughs> it works. So. And it's- we just worked through... I can't even think about sports right now because exactly. we're working through four incredible sandwiches. Right Amazing! Now. Yeah, I was on <laughs> I was on a diet, and then Eric went and messed everything all up. Um, but we're gonna give a, a a good shout out to um, Eric Von Bro Fink. Um, <laughs> you should, if you know him, it's Eric John from Twitter. Um, his family owns a uh, uh, Fink's Hoagies, actually, which is. Um, the best hoagies in Philly. Um, the award-winning the award Finks hoagies. Finks hoagies. Um, the Daryl Morey eaten Finks hoagies. <laughs> and uh, the official hoagie of the Right the Radio pod. Absolutely. If you guys didn't know, now you know, we have an official hoagie. <laughs> as I, Coming up in the world. As I just <laughs> tweeted out, this is really what it's all been for. for exactly. Me. That's it. This yeah, is the yeah. point. This, are we, this, finally, is why we, this is why we started this, fellas. I finally made it. We right? made it. Mama, yeah. we made it. <laughs> I'm a, Top I'm of the world, man. I'm doing it all for the hoagies. <laughs> At first, I thought I wanted like an energy drink sponsor, but really, it was about the hoagies. Nah, I mean, you can't get more Philadelphia than getting sponsored by hoagies. Of course. Now, if there is a Philadelphia energy drink company that does want to sponsor us, I'm totally in. <laughs> I'll do stupid stuff <laughs> while on your product for the sake of <laughs> content. I think that's the uh, the opposite of what they would want you to do, right? <laughs> Well, I'll be very hyper or energetic. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah. Be energetic? Yeah. But uh, to follow up, I'm going to give them one, one more uh, plug. Um, they were recently on the 76ers Spirit of Small Business for the uh, for the season. Um, they made a nice little video with uh, Eric's dad, Fink. Um, you can check it out. I'll tweet out the link at some point today. Um, and the Sixers ended up giving them a bunch of gear. Uh, so we got hooked up with some, you know, some posters, some stickers. So shout out to the Sixers. We didn't get any stickers. Rob got stickers. He told me the stickers were for him. It was, yes. (laughs) Correct. I like stickers. I have somewhere I want to put this sticker. Okay. It's really big though. So I don't know if it's going to (laughs) fit. But yeah, shout out to Sixers. Shout out to Finks. Shout out to the person who invented hoagies. Um, and I'm going to let you guys take over me eat real quick. Yeah. Shout out to playoff Tobias. Exactly. Yeah. I called it. Old I want to say I called it. I said that's what I wanted to see the most is playoff Tobias. So And listen, <laughs> listen, cowards out there, this is all in good fun, kinda, not really. But if you wanted to trade him for Kevin Love, show yourself right now. <laughs> let it up. be known. Tom Kelly. I will uh, look at brass known. energy drinks. Yes. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what, we we got somebody responding to it and it's Mr. Tom Kelly. Thank you, Tom Kelly. Yeah. Raz uh, Energy Drinks. All right. I, I can't even see. I can't read that. I have really, really, really bad eyes. I got to go ahead. Raz, mm-hmm. if you're listening, I'll put my head into a wall for you. <laughs> Wearing a proper helmet, of course, but um, not man. these walls. Yes. No, no, not I don't these think, walls. No. I don't think the Johns would like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Johns would appreciate it <laughs> too much. But yeah, in the spirit of the Sixers, they are 1 and 0. Oh, Tobias had the great game, put up 37. Uh, kind of 
held the the ship together until you know Embiid, who was in foul trouble, kind of got his his stuff going, kind of took us home. But I just want to know how you guys feel about number one, uh, your first thoughts on the win, uh, whether or not you you can take anything that they need to work on from it, things that they can get better, thing, or if you thought it was just fine and let's keep it rolling, or if you think Tobias can sustain what he did in that game one. Um, I'll start. Uh, I don't think Tobias is going to be a 35 to 37 point score. No. Um, <laughs> it's just not how the, the Sixers offense works. Yeah, um, I don't think he's ever going to take 29 shots again. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's it's not how they run it. Um, but uh, it's good to see that, you know, he, he recognized, he was like, yo, like, we need to, you know, Joel was hurt, we're not scoring, so he took over and kept him in the game. Um, but other than that, it, it, the first half sucked. It looked like they, they didn't play for a week and Washington played twice. And mm-hmm. uh, it, I, I got to. I don't want to get ahead of myself because when I do, you know, everybody comes at you and like the whole this you think. Um, but this is going to be an easy series. You you can see like Beal Beal ball Beal was balling out, and then as soon as they switch Ben on you, he starts running around screens. They can't even get him the ball. Um, the Wizards just don't have the answers for the Sixers. So sit back, enjoy. Um, you know, let's get the sweep hopefully, and. Uh, on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, watching game one, it kind of showed me two things. One is that with this whole play-in game thing, actually gives these bottom seeds, these seven, eight seeds, I think a fighting chance. Yeah, you saw what happened in the with, first round. Uh, Memphis, they beat uh, Utah in game one. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it gives them a, maybe a little more of a chance than they would normally, which is good for the league in general, but in terms of the Sixers, I believe that they are still learning how to become front runners, and I think this season is, or well, this series is going to be very important for them to establish that. Right? Yeah. They are the number one team in the East. They have to learn how to be that team, right? They were that during the regular season, but now they have to be that team in the playoffs. And I think being able to set up against Washington, take that first win, and you know, go from there is going to be important for them, especially doing it in a non-traditional way, right? Sort of on Tobias's back, yeah. with Joel having foul trouble, and you know, and also with the other players. One thing I noticed too is that, that I'd learn, rather not say. <laughs> one, one thing I noticed too that uh, Joel and B is just completely unstoppable. Um, rough first half. What do you have, like 11 at half or 9 or 11 and half? Ended up with 30 and completely took over down the end of the game. Um, I don't know if there's going to be a team that's going to be able to stop him. Um, I, I just I, I can't see it. He, he's too much of a threat from all around the court, and he's completely dominated. So that's cool. Well, you I guys need, want to talk about Ben Simmons? Yeah. yeah that was going no, to be I, my, my I was yeah, lying. Wait, I really don't I, I have do a that. question before we jump into that. <laughs> Of the teams they could potentially face, who has the best center that he could match up with? The Nuggets. The Nuggets. That would be well, not I, into okay. the, the Nuggets. The Lakers. Lakers. Let's say, let's say in the East. In for the now. East, there is no big man. There is no big man that's on his level, no, right? Because I mean, it's one of the Lopez's. So I would Brooke, think Brooke Lopez is is a decent rim protector, and um, he's strong, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't, I don't, I still don't think he can hang with Joel. 
Like, I don't even think he can slow down too well. Wizards Lopez is Robin, right? Robin, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's the bad one. <laughs> the bad one. Him he's wearing one his hair up is the only way I can identify them. He yeah. looks like Sideshow Bob. Yeah. Sideshow Bob. <laughs> he's the one that always fights the uh, mascots. You ever see that? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like Andre Villanueva if Villanueva wore his hair up. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even say that name. He looks like Justin Guarini from American Idol. Take yeah. <laughs> so season switch, one, maybe. out Justin Guarini. <laughs> so are we really going to talk about Ben? Yeah. I mean, we have to because some people, I don't like calling names. That's I not do. my thing. But the idiots <laughs> on Twitter who seem to not realize how important somebody getting 15 assists and 15 rebounds is to the success of a team offensively, how that all figures in. I mean, to me, you get assist, that means you're preluding a score. There's somebody scoring off what you're doing. And also, a defensive rebound is great at limiting second-chance shots and then transitioning to more offense because he, you stop them at one possession or however many it is. He got eight offensive rebounds, too. Exactly. It's insanity. At, at this point, what he did, how he helped the team offensively, doesn't really show up in the stat sheet for the people that care only about scoring and shooting jumpers and all of that crap. Now, I had some nitpicks. Like I said, he should have made his free throws. I think he was 0 for 6. He was 0 for 6. And he was 3 for yeah. 9 from the field. You give me 50% on both, and you're talking about a triple-double easily. So I'm not happy with that, but come on now. Stop this. Oh, he's got to do more. No, he did. He was, He had a great game. I think that's the thing. We don't know how to deal with our frustration, right? I see Ben missing free throws. And I don't know how to handle it because I understand what he does for the team. But it just it shouldn't be something that we're still talking about. I mean, marijuana. Oh, for six. <laughs> right. Like what? what is it with? I don't care about the in-game shooting so much, but I want to know what's this hurdle with the foul shots? Well, they say with. It depends on the, the size of the player. Big men, it's a little bit harder because you're when you shoot a free throw, you either are putting arc on the ball if you're mm-hmm. smaller or you're shooting down if you're bigger. At his size, sometimes it's hard to gauge the, ha, the touch of the ball. Has he so made those people miss a a, a, adjustments or something like that? Like we've yeah, watched, was, clearly, we've watched trying. Dwight try everything this season. And it's sometimes it's been hilarious, but I appreciate that the dude is taking a different approach to it. Ben, it just looks like he's up there to chuck the ball. Well, he, he, so I'll even say this: like you can make adjustments at, at this point in uh, Dwight's career, randomly, like throughout game for game. But um, I wouldn't do it. So I think they work on it with Ben um, mm-hmm. before every game. He's out there with Sam Cassell, uh, working in the post, working on free throws or whatever. And um, I don't know if there's like crazy adjustments they made or whatever but um he needs to stay consistent and he needs to stay with what they're teaching him so if he's working with sam you know so if they switched up his form if they tucked his elbow in um they switched up his whatever he should my personal opinion he should stay like that um mm-hmm. i don't think we're gonna get another O for six like that he he has fluctuated all year in the last two years um there were stretches where he was shooting 70, 72%. And then he kind of bottomed out. And he, I don't know where he's at now. He's probably like 50 or 60. But um, some guys just don't. I mean, you can still have a great career without it. It's just some guys, it just doesn't work for it. 
there's all kinds of weird things. Like people are like, so obviously I'm not a uh, pro player. Um, never was, kind of. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> um, but uh, like the free throws are weird. Like when you when you get there and you're, you know, you're going a thousand miles a minute, and then all of a sudden you got to stop and relax and your heart like. I mean, it's not a good excuse for a professional player by any means, but it's not as easy as like some people think. I it's that. not. It's not like you're not out there playing pop a shop. Like you can sit out there and make free throws when you're just sitting here, but when you're running for 15 minutes, a thousand miles a minute, and all of a sudden you got to stop, that's when the free throws get hard. I just I let them take the, the Giannis approach. I was watching the the Bucks game and they actually start. Cause you can only you only have I think ten seconds to attempt a free throw. Take the full ten seconds, man. If you gotta study it, you gotta make sure do that. <laughs> Cause you know what I mean you don't want to get the violation where it doesn't count. But come on, at least Ben, try to sit there and study. Try to try your best. But if you're just launching them and shooting them quickly in the the time span you have, that also could be a problem to why you may miss. If you can sit there and study, all right, make sure I'm following through. I got my elbow in. I'm doing it. All right, let's go. I don't think it'll go 0 for again. Yeah, that's pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally. <laughs> Ideally. But um, as far as the band discourse, and I'm not going in this too much, like, you people are nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Simply put, I love I love everybody, but like not. fifteen assists means at least thirty points. People, we're, we're exactly. talking. Do the math. We're, we're talking about like Tobias Harris. You had so many questions about Tobias Harris in the playoffs, and that's what everyone talked about. Oh, will Tobias show up in the playoffs? Because the last two years he has struggled. I think there's reasons for his struggles, but whatever. And he goes out and he drops almost forty. And we're talking about Ben Simmons, like. Ben has a role, and I think it's – I'm going to hope that when people get – they start to feel better that he has a role on this team and they start to understand it. You're going to understand they're not looking for him to score like we want him to. Um, they scored 125 points. Um, ben had his hand in a lot of it. Uh, and, and, you know, you just don't – you can't always have him go downhill when your best threat on offense – is a 35% usage rate center who will catch the ball in the post and at times slow the ball down. Um, if you want to complain about Ben, and I think this has been somewhat of my complaint, is he doesn't adjust as much as he should. And I think he's still young, so he'll still learn. But he, for me, I think he needs to understand when to attack and when yeah. to pass. Sometimes he's too passive just passing. But the bullshit about him not being aggressive too, like it's kind of obnoxious. Like when he drives to the rim and passes, that's aggression. Like when he draws in two or three guys, that's aggression. Just because he's not shooting doesn't mean he's not being aggressive. Yeah. Um, and then you, you'll see things like, hopefully we'll start seeing him as a roller. Um, he, he does really well uh, when there's somebody that can actually pass him the ball, George Hill. Um, Doc, <laughs> Listen to me, um, and and you know him, him cutting and you know he has a, a great rim gravity, um, and he you know I don't want to make this the comparison because I don't think it's fully the same, but he has a Draymond Green like role, you know, kind of a little on steroids though on this team, where not even just role like he has a Draymond Green type impact where he can have eight. 12 and 12 
and he's one of the most impactful things in the game. Like, Some somebody's drinking that Ike juice. Um, exactly what Reese was saying yesterday <laughs> on Marks and Reese. Who just commented? Was that Dan? Yeah. Hi, Dan. He's hungry. What up? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dan? I think I'll, this is our reminder. Ben Simmons is 24 years old. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. not just young. He's really young. He's a baby. Yeah. Like he has so much more in his career that he's going to do and going to learn and going to get better at. Hopefully. But, yeah, I think so. you know. Yeah, I agree. It's just, I wish that I felt confident when he's driving. I'm like, people are just going to foul him. And that's, I think that's a strategy we're going to see. And we may end hack up living or dying on, on so, hack a Ben. I have another, I have another thing too. And it's not, it's not fully a complaint and I don't want to call him out, but there's a prominent uh, beat writer when Joel dribbled off his feet, his foot, he was like, he tried to almost blame like Ben being on the court cause he can't shoot three throws for Joel dribbling off his foot. Um, he's like, well, when your primary ball hander can't shoot free throws, you know, this leads to that. Like, well, yes and no, right? Like, the, the Sixers were up five, I think, mm-hmm. with like 22 seconds, 23 seconds yeah. left. Um, they wasted like 10 seconds because they wanted them to pass the ball to Ben. Like, those 10 seconds are just as important Man. as getting a foul. Like, if they would have just fouled one of our guys early, we would have probably, they could have went one for one for, uh, one for two. And they would have two more possessions. You go down, you hit a three. You go back down, then you foul them again. They took like 10 seconds off the, uh, off the clock waiting for Ben to get it because they thought they were going to miss. And you're going to run out of time if you keep doing that. Um, and Joe also probably never drove there. Um, just keep moving the ball. But that was my gripe. That's all. <laughs> I would call the writer out because I know his ass don't listen to this. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Now, what do we think of the Sixers support staff? Right, the Maxis, the Hills, the Shakes. How did they look? I don't want to talk about Shake. <laughs> me either. Yeah, me either. But, I mean, I like what I saw from Maxi. I think every time you see him on the court, he's going to be a spark plug. He's going to be aggressive. He's going to look for his while also trying to get his his teammates involved. So I'm in love with this second unit when they come mm-hmm. in, and like I can see, all right, this is not going to be shambled. This is not going to be like Brett Brown when the second unit comes in and leads plummet. The plus minus goes astray, and all of a sudden, <laughs> a, a game we were clearly uh, in charge of gets away from us. So it's not going to be like that anymore. So I'm in love with the second unit. I like what I see. I like the uh, Ferk. Shout out to Dan's boy Ferk. I like. Seeing Ferk, I don't know how much time he'll get as the you know the playoffs go on. You have to shut that rotation down. But from what I saw in Game One, I like I like that second unit. Uh, I like Hill. Um, I'm a big fan of Hill. I, I think he's going to run with the um, the starters well too. Um, I hope Maxie can handle his own because I really like him play and the energy he brings on the thing is is great. Um, and I think, and Doc said it today in one of the post game and one of the post practices, he said that uh, Maxi can, you know, if he keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to continue gaining minutes um, or earning minutes. I don't know how much that's going to go into, you know, after the next round or this round, or or if he means he's just going to earn minutes next year. Um, but I would I would like to see, you know, if Maxi can handle his own in the playoffs. Well, I, shake, shake's been. I think it's down. a veiled threat to shake. 
one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it it could be. Um, my guess though is once you get to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals, um, and I know Doc said they can go ten or eleven deep. Um, they did. I think they went ten or eleven on uh, Friday night. Was it Friday night? Sunday. Saturday. Sunday. What? Sunday. It was Sunday. <laughs> Sunday. It was a one o'clock yeah. game. Dude, I can't remember anything. Yeah, it was insane like that it was one o'clock, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, so that. Uh, but when you get deep, like when when you start playing your starters, you know the, all five of them, 40, 42 minutes a game. You can't go eleven deep. There's just not yeah. enough minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think the first three off the benches you're going to see is you're going to see Dwight, uh, Hill, and Matisse. And then the rest of them, like whether Maxi steals a couple minutes from Shake or whatever, they they only they both only played ten minutes. So um, I don't know how much you'll see the rest of them. You might see like Furcon come in or you know spot minutes here and there, but I think your main eight is going to be that. Furcon's time is going to be at the end of the first quarter <laughs> with the, sh- with the shot clock unplugged. Exactly. <laughs> I feel so and bad for Furcon sometimes Furcon. because I, I like Furcon. I think he's awesome. Um, I think he's hilarious, and I think he's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. But he has such a short lease. They will – I mean, oh, yeah. he, he missed three shots, and they never they yeah. let him back in. And you're like – I mean, the amount of pressure it puts on you, like knowing you're going into a game, if you miss a shot, you're not playing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, reasonable. Count. It's, it, it's reasonable. I get it. Like, because of his – he's not the greatest defender. You can't have him when he's not hitting shots, but – and dude, and his <laughs> defense has gotten remarkably better, yeah. and it's barely average. Sure. <laughs> it is barely. I appreciate the work he's put in, though. Exactly, man, dude. Sorry, I couldn't Dan. imagine. Like, all right, go ahead in there. You have two chances to make a shot, and if you, you don't, you're not miss. done. Nah, <laughs> exactly. uh, is that it? Uh, uh, just my last thought on the whole Ben thing is: Do you think? he has to do any more than what he did in game one if this team is going to win a championship. Like, are you going to need him to do a little bit more on the offensive end as far as actually scoring the basketball? Or he can do what he did in game one, and that's perfectly serviceable uh, on this playoff run toward what we hope to be a title. He's got to shoot 50% from the foul line. There you go. I think he can. Um yeah, the impact on that game, achievable. I think yeah. it. Well, just the, the the impact on that game is crazy. So when you say, does he need to do more? Yeah, probably. If he did, if he did that with twelve points, people would go nuts. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would help. Like, and it would help if he did it. But um, to me, Ben always just needs to do what the game's kind of giving him. Um, you know, if your shooters are shooting, they're hitting. Like, keep going. You go to them. Uh, if they're not hitting, go to them. Sometimes keep them in the game, but then, you know, also attack. Uh, maybe he can balance it out more, the attacking compared to the assist or whatever. But um, does he need to do more? Maybe if Tobias is struggling. Like, I just think, like, you're going to see him do, hopefully do different things at different levels of the game. So he might score more one game, but that's because that is what the defense is giving him. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, that, that's sort of the just the nuance of basketball happening, yeah. right? It's yeah. jazz, right? People want Ben to be a conductor when really what he has to do is just go with what's happening, go exactly. with the flow. Yeah, I mean he can force he can force teams sometimes um, by by driving by uh, you know just with his rim gravity. Um, there's always that, but 
Ben's so good. good. I love rim it. Gravity? I love. Yeah. I love when man off uses rim gravity. I think it just makes me sound smart. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt just says yeah. rim gravity on it. Man off space. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good with like advanced stats and all that other stuff, you know. So when I try to argue with some of the smarter guys on Twitter. They're like fucking me up with all these words and shit. And then I just start saying things like rim gravity, uh, pick and roll, hedge the screen, you know, just stuff I remember. From A baseline school. presence. Yeah, yeah. Or I'll talk about, oh, damn. Yeah, if you can't, if you, if you never ran a suicide in your life, don't talk to me. You know? <laughs> Meanwhile, these guys are out there just fucking being smart and shit. Oh, man. But um, <laughs> from uh, a, a bunch of our fan base, Screaming about what a player does or doesn't do. Let's go to a player in a team where they're screaming about what he says or what he doesn't say. Uh, how do we feel about Jalen Hurts in his the rent is due every day comment? It's annoying. <laughs> he has done nothing to warrant talking like this. It's just what you don't have to be a personality. I don't need like, you know, finely edited photos. <laughs> people like, oh, he's working. He's campaigning himself for the city of Philadelphia. Yeah, clearly. No, I don't need it. Like me. Look at me. I'm tough. Is I mean, this what you, you people like? <laughs> if you live in a hotel and you pay day to day and then the rent's due every day. <laughs> no. I don't think he's living in a hotel. <laughs> they did that whole thing about how good he was with his exactly. rookie money. Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't like know. we get it. You're working out. That's what you're supposed to be doing, right? Exactly. This is that Chris Rock situation. He's doing what he's exactly. supposed to do, and he's asking for he's asking for a cookie. <laughs> I'm gonna give him the cookie. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. Did you, Carson you, ever send him, the rent? Give him a sugar cookie, brand cookie. <laughs> exactly. Carson, Carson's having, Carson ain't never paid. Carson's Carson hasn't paid fun. rent in two years. <laughs> Carson ain't paid rent. Carson had to play behind that offensive line. His rent rent was paid in bruises. At least Hurts knows he wants to pay. He's out there shooting jump shots. Is he? He's out there. He's out there there going dagger ball with his dagger for dagger with Mo Alley Cox. Exactly. That is truth. I've been so out on uh, keeping up with the Eagles. Actually, the first thing I saw today, I I saw a video of him throwing the ball to Devontae Smith, and then uh, you know, just in like OTAs, and I'm like, ah. That's kind of cool. OTA I want to be excited. So about, pointless. Not to get off on a rant, but I want to be excited about the Eagles again. Like I'm excited about the Sixers. Like I can't wait until the Eagles are good again. You know, before I die, hopefully, because that that 17 run was so much fun, man. Well, it, so I'm rooting for him. So screw you guys. If he needs to pay rent every day in order to win, then he needs to pay rent every look, day. One of our guys, AJ, he is currently trying to tell us how we could possibly turn around. Four wins to eleven wins, right? How that's going to happen? I have no idea. Oh yeah, because I think Doc that, is all eleven yeah. wins. Doc's like, in, on it too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm high on them. I ain't eleven wins high on them. First you off, I, I think they've both been kidnapped. <laughs> the is, that, that is that in the group chat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I, but you just, guys are fucking me up today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Oh yeah, we will get. We to will that. get to that. Yeah. But it's, I mean. There's no reason for us to be, I guess, not excited about the Eagles, but right. I don't need Jalen Hurts talking this way. It yeah. comes off as like as brand building, and that annoys Absolutely. me. Absolutely, right? We hear, we hear, man. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I know, like 
Juju sort of Juju Smith Schuster sort of started this revolution. It's like, oh, I'm not just an athlete. I'm building my brand, right? And he's all on the TikToking yeah. and the hip hopping and you the sound twitching. Like you sound <laughs> like, like you're 45 yeah, exactly. right now. You're like somebody's 40 year old. Dad. It makes me it's feel like you young kid and you're hipping. It and makes you're me feel like and you're bipping and you're bopping. Listen, I'll throw on my calf socks and my Reebok or my New Balances as and be just fine. As long as they match the shit. But it just right. He's you're here to do a job. You're here to be the quarterback, right? That's what we need. We don't need videos, pictures, pithy quotes, right? We just need the job to be done. But can he do both? And it's OTAs, right? You're not paying rent. You're throwing seven on seven floaters, right? To a guy that's not even going to be here in six weeks. No, he threw Devontae Smith. Oh, he did, did he throw every pass to Devonta Smith? He might as well when the season starts because he might be the only person he can throw to. Exactly. That's why this doesn't matter exactly, at all. dude. I and like it. But we got, you know... Coming off the court, you I'm know, with you. He's doing too much. He's camera. doing too much. Well, you know, like the like the NBA players do, which also annoys the hell out of me when they like do that shoulder back thing and like that little stomp. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're strong because you jumped and a guy fell <laughs> trying to get a charge called. Like, no, like, I mean, they are pretty strong. Man. I mean, yes, they are relatively strong, but it's just the oddest thing to flex. Like, oh, you hit a three. Why are you flexing? Three what does that? Know. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I do kind of like that one though. If I was I big like enough, enough, I'd flex about everything. Hmm. I suppose. Well, if I was big enough, I'd be flexing eating hoagies right now. Just <laughs> yeah. look at that Italian, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. No, I'm with Matt. He's doing too damn much. Like, come on. Nobody needs all that. Do what you're supposed to do. Handle your business and let it all out there on the field. I don't need all the quotes and the, like you said, he's building a brand. He's mm-hmm. trying to make himself bigger than you know. Now, I'm not going to say bigger than the team, because I don't think he's an ego guy, but like bigger than just being a player there and, all right, this is me and you're going to know who I am. And I'm like, he's campaigning as if the job isn't his. And he started, he started, it, la- he started it last year and it's continued, right? Remember that whole, I want to be the coffee bean stuff. Exactly. Like, what? All this tells me. What the hell does that his- mean? All this tells me is, is he reading, he's not even sure that that's his job. It sounds like he's reading self-help Who's books. It's got, it, he knows it's not his job. Is it going to be Flacco? Not this year. I'm talking about uh, you know going forward. Like they they literally stacked up first round picks because they don't know if he's going to be good enough. He's not stupid. But he you know, week that. one you're going to be the one under center. So why are you giving me all this? Look at me. I'm the guy. Because you got to get great? ready for week one. And inherently, this is the problem with the environment that Howie Roseman has created. Yeah. Right. If you have, I agree. Blame Howie. Back to that. If guy. you have Carson, who who is so insecure. He basically begged out, and now you have Jalen, his supposed replacement, right, who you forced Carson out for, who now feels like he still has to establish himself in the job, in the role, right? Because we know all this, the Eagles won't name a starter crap, is total BS, right? We know Sirianni's going to go with him. He's exactly the kind of guy that Sirianni would want to coach. <laughs> exactly. Right? We know it's going to be him. It's not going to be Flacco. It's not going to be Flacco even if his leg falls off. Yeah, but just because <laughs> you know you're the starter doesn't mean you still don't need to pay rent. <laughs> you know you got a house. You can't just be like, oh, I'm not paying my mortgage. I, you still got mortgage work, rent? What? <laughs> Same thing. It don't matter. You don't own anything. Yeah, goodness. If I owned my house, I'd be selling it and making a whole lot of money right now. Well, I'm you, not. I sold it, and the bank's taking a whole lot of money right now. But you know so who, I pay the bank every month. You know who needs to pay rent? J.J. Ortega Whiteside. Exactly. That dude needs to pay rent. Everybody does. 
It's different. Jalen didn't make it yet. Um, he's a starting quarterback of the Eagles. He he's made it. The Eagles were four and eleven last year. They could they could be that's eleven and five, exactly. eleven and six <laughs> this year. Eleven and six now. Yeah, and that's why he's paying the rent every day. So they could be eleven <laughs> and six. Dude, nah, I don't know. I'm just it, fucking with you. It, guys. What is he it's what cool. is he renting? His body, exactly. the jersey, the NFL, like what? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Just bringing the work. It's a metaphor. <laughs> is he it's showing like up with is he like showing like up a, with a lunch pail? Yeah, why not? It's like he that Kanye West record. It's like it's provocative. It gets people going. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> it's not a simile. It's a uh it's a metaphor. It's a you know, like I'm paying the rent means I'm doing the work. <laughs> sure. Yes, doing the work. In the era where it's probably the easiest to do the work ever. Exactly. <laughs> Dude's got every advantage, every little piece of sports. Sunlight. Well, yeah. maybe not with the Eagles doctors, but ordinarily you would think the best facilities, the best equipment, the best trainers. I mean, yeah. He's also playing we, against better competition. We get it, Jalen. You can work out and you can do it real good. <laughs> I don't good. like you guys. Hating on my man, Jalen. Nobody's hating. They're just too no. much. Yeah. <laughs> too much. You don't kidding. need all of that. It's different when like the dude gets off when like a dude gets off of work and like hauls his ass to LA Fitness because he doesn't want to die of diabetes. Right? That dude is paying his rent, right? He's making sure. Jalen's doing his job, right? He's paid for this. You sound like a WIP morning show host. Ew, those I mean, words. I've, I've, li- I've listened words. enough, right? <laughs> no, I'm just joking, yo. I'm just spike. This is my audition tape. <laughs> For what? You going to New York? Oh, man. You said WIP. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, damn. Spike left? He's yeah. going to go. He's going to run the New York station or something. Oh. <laughs> Taylor, edit that out. <laughs> Rhea, this is my audition tape. I don't know. <sighs> All right. Al's going to retire eventually. <laughs> We sure? are live. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are you going to edit it out? This <laughs> <laughs> shit's, shit's on the Cut internet. The video. It's going. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, but, that's bad. Uh, just to, to step away from the, the Eagles a little what? bit. We do have to talk about this. To step away from the Eagles, just just a tad. Well, you, you don't want to talk about Willie Henry? I mean, that is fun. That is according to oh, no, Ashley Wood. That is the most offensive line name ever. Although uh, Matt does care about Vince Wilfork and uh, think that should be at least an honorable mention when it comes to all online names. But I think anybody named Willie in the league immediately has to be on the offensive Fast on the Willie Parker? Eh. How long was he fast? Seriously? <laughs> Couple years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, you, Willie McGahee? Willie, Willie Rolf? It's Willis. <laughs> And that's Willis. Oh, Willie come Rolf. on! Nobody called him Willie. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> if I was if I was as big as him, I wouldn't let anybody call me Willie. Marcellus Willie. <laughs> Marcellus Willie. <laughs> right, stop. Mario Willie. <laughs> Mario. All right, Willie. Mario. <laughs> Willie Ams. Transition to the next thing. Uh, anyway, so the Phillies suck. Bro. I'm tired of talking about Willies. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about yeah. any more Willie. But what I did want to talk Big about. Big Willie from Philly. Because this was also something that was tearing Twitter apart. And we talk about quarterbacks and trying to do too much or whatever. Or teams trying to do too much. But there was one former quarterback who did get signed not too long ago since our last show. Tim Tebow is officially a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know Matt is stoked. You can see him over there. He's he's happily. Are you a Tebow fan? He's a big Tebow guy. Big, oh, big Tebow God guy. God damn it. Big on the big on the Tebs train. <laughs> big on the Tebs. He's bought all the Tebow stock. We have. I have a friend. I, I know. Not even stock. I have a friend. I think he has every Tebow jersey. 
Oh, man. Billy Gamble, are you listening? I'm going to pay for that friend. What? He needs help. That friend needs help. Oh, we know. No, yeah. <laughs> we know. No, we I don't know. actually own any Tebow merch. Yeah. I'm good. We already well, know. Uh, I need to know from you guys because Vegas has it at over under two and a half touchdowns Tebow will account for this season. He's not so making a team. Does passing count? Yes, that would count. Easy. Okay, first off, you don't think they'll line him up at fullback on the one yard line? They Absolutely. don't. That there's not an incentive in his contract? Absolutely. I see in his future, looking at my crystal ball, a hell of a lot of those. Travis Kelsey fucking shovel pads mm-hmm. thing they do at the goal line in Kansas City. He's going to get a bunch of those. Yeah. You don't think they'll pound him like a Mike Ritchie or no, a John Ritchie, a Mike Allstott, that type of guy for one yard? <laughs> I don't think he's making the team. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's not making the team. This is irrelevant. What, what's going on Look, here? There's, there is that distinct <laughs> possibility. <laughs> but if they've already signed him, they wouldn't do that. Why? Yeah. I, I think you Urban would you, you drag him and you make him a coach or some shit. Put him on the team? I don't know. I, I who knows what Urban Meyer is thinking or feeling, right? I mean, it's what uh, it's what uh, New England did. It's what the Eagles did as a quarterback. Yeah. No matter, he sucks anyway. I mean, at a tight end, you can keep him on the roster and like yeah. shove him on the special team somewhere and make an excuse for it. Yeah, quarterback oh. is blatantly obviously this person can't play and him on your team. What's the negative to having him on the roster? The fact that I have to look at Twitter every day and everybody freak out to Tim Tebow. You can on. mute the phrase Tebow. Yeah, but I still see it because it says, oh, look, you muted this. And I'm like, he's oh, what word did roster. I mute? And I still look at it. If he's on the roster week one, I'm picking him up in fantasy. How much like, How much Jacksonville are you watching <laughs> this year? Jacksonville, no, it has nothing to do with Jacksonville. Tebow is the, They can't even watch Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Exactly. You really think you're going to see that much Tebow? Tebow, Tebow is very divisive. Or deci- uh, divisive, divisive is right? Yes. That's yeah, you haven't seen the discords? Look, it, it became something real weird. Yeah, right? I'm not, not going to stay out my, of this, my, though. My biggest thing is, like, <laughs> I have no reason not to root for this man. And I think he's a fun story, right? Obviously, he was a fantastic quarterback in college and, you know, had all those accolades. Did what he did in Denver. You know, winning record, overtime playoff win. Then he got betrayed and booted for Peyton Manning. Well, you know what? That's fine, right? It's Peyton Manning. Obviously, you're going to make that move. That's not a betrayal. Exactly. And and then there was no brainer. If we drop you for Vince Quinn right now, then you can't be mad about it. Yeah, obviously. Right? right? I mean, it happens, right? Yeah. Then he goes to New York, has that whole drama, him or the Sanchez, right? Exactly. The most opposite people. Hilarious. Press conferences for the backup quarterback. It was embarrassing. Yeah. But it was fun, right? It was something to watch. And then, you know, he does all this stuff, goes to the Eagles, goes to the Patriots, out of the league, makes his baseball comeback, whatever. All the while, while he's doing this, he's doing like missionary work, you know, in the Philippines and other, you know, poor, sweaty islands, you know, wherever he goes. <laughs> poor, sweaty islands. Marries himself Miss Universe, right? One of the most famous virgins of the world's bags, Miss Universe. And then decides to come back as a tight end. I mean, what? However, you slice it, it's a compelling story, right? You couldn't write this in a writer's room. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could, but nobody would buy it. But it's so, actually yeah. happening and playing out in real life. I wish he was just stuck stuck to broadcasting. He was good at that. He worked for the Big Ten Network. He was mm-hmm. really good yeah. at it. Yeah, he I'm going to stay out there. I'm going to legit stay out of this now and let you guys go. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't have any more to say than I, I think it's preposterous that he's on the because See, it is, and I'm, I'm, I'm willing years. to admit that it is six years utterly ridiculous. The last time he was on a football field, six years, absolutely not. This is ridiculous. But it is what it is. Like you said, it's a circus. It's like a car wreck. You can't look away. You gotta look at it. You gotta check it out. You gotta scroll through your phone from time to time. What the hell is going on with this Tebow? Thing? I'm hoping this will inspire more people to come back. I want to see. Hey. Ma- I want to see McNabb as a defensive tackle. Uh, <laughs> but I think that. Yeah. But don't start. Don't. Don't. Never mind. Do that's the whole. That's the whole discourse with Tebow, right? That's the whole complaint about. Yeah, it. that's the whole is thing. That is that other guy we won't name back, on the show hasn't gotten a shot, but Tim Tebow is back in the league. Yeah, that's the whole. Discourse. Well, I mean. And can we get like? Let's be uh, honest. He never had an advocate like Urban Meyer. True. Nobody. Had, I don't know who his head coach was at Nevada, but had he been Roman Reigns doesn't have an advocate <laughs> like Urban Meyer. Does. Exactly. <laughs> we need to get Urban Meyer a shirt that says "Right Hand Man." Yeah. <laughs> and it's at a different position. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's a weird argument. I understand where people are coming from. I don't think that it's as connected. There's probably a bit. Sure. And obviously, you can't judge any scenario where somebody comes back without factoring that in. But I think people are really discounting the whole Urban Meyerness of it. Mm. Also, it's Jacksonville. Since when have we really put stock into Jacksonville and their football moves? Never, never. They haven't been relevant <laughs> since Mark Brunell. Well, that's why they signed them. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they got to put. They got to put butts in seats. Yeah, about when it is about butts in seats. Tony yeah, they're, Khan, they're probably, he knows what sells. COVID's going to be over by then. They're going to have capacity back. They can't exactly. get embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> can't look like the. They don't Marlins. have that excuse yeah. no more. <laughs> I don't know if COVID's actually going to be over, but capacity will be back. Oh yeah, it's heading that way. Mm-hmm. Going to be fun. But anyway, June eleventh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, birthday weekend. It's going down. I'll be in AC. You hit your boy Bobby Dubs up on the boardwalk. <laughs> What you turning like 37, 38? Bobby Boardwalk. 36, sir. 36. You at least 40. (laughs) Goodness. See, you sound like my wife now. You're at least 40, old man. Now that's from Bad Boys 2. Oh, yeah. Can't say the whole line, but you know. You at least 30. (laughs) Big old ludicrous looking man. You tough? Can you fight? You can't fight. (laughs) All right, go ahead. Anyway, moving on. because they are relatively close and the division is so crazy. I think it's it just granted we should talk about the Phillies at least a little bit. I'd rather right talk now, about cheesesteaks. They're, they're in fourth. This is how ridiculous that division is. They're in fourth place out of five, but they're only a game and a half back of first place in the National League East. And they're so awful. I asked you, do they, like, is that going to pick up to where. Or it's just going to be they're not going to have any chance? Or is it going to be like that all season and you can relatively say that the Phillies have a chance of winning this division? Backtracking to bad boys, there's no way Martin Lawrence would have passed a police physical. And he was always too old to be a cop, <laughs> which I think is hilarious and an underrated part of the whole franchise. Have you ever seen Lethal Weapon? Yeah, but the that's the point. Was exactly he was, that he was point. retiring. Old, yeah. 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 Danny Glover was... 41 playing 50 in Dan- the first movie. That's insane. Dan- Danny Glover was like, man, I just got to survive until my pension. I got to ride this exactly. out. Yeah. Every every movie, it was like, all right, I'm four days to retirement. I'm getting ready to yeah. get out of here. That was the whole thing. <laughs> oh, rigs, don't get me into more crazy shit. Matt is my rigs for you people who don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'd much rather talk about bad boys than the Phillies, but 
you know. <laughs> Matt Joyce starting in right field tonight, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bryce Harper good. went on the IL after Girardi said there's nothing wrong with Bryce Harper. Yeah, that makes no sense. Look, Girardi's an old school manager. He's not going to admit when anything's wrong Keeping stuff ever. in the tuck. Yeah. Keeping things under wraps. I really don't care. I think they've imported their medical staff from the Eagles, clearly. <laughs> Pretty much. Or they or they took people from the Mets. But the <laughs> worst part is bad. they have a chance. No, I don't. know. That's no, the crazy part. You no, can't write them off. They, they can. They have, Nobody wants to win this division. They have Bro, three good starters. That's five, all it takes. My five-year-old has more hits than their center fielders. Like, <laughs> come on. Careful now. Odubel's coming around. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Not Odubel. Oduble. Name is not to be spoken. The, the best listen. hitter in the lineup right now is the one people boo. Yeah, exactly. but he's like that's like the he's like the tallest guy in the Wizard of Oz. Like he he sucks. <laughs> it just happens that everybody else sucks around him, so he oh, looks man. good. That's insane. I, I, I just I just thought I'd, I I'd mention them because they like I said it is close, and I wanted to know whether or not like they had a chance. Is this something you were like? All right, I don't think they do. You don't need to have a chance. So. Look, I, ask me in July. How come all their all their uh, their people they bring up the the Spencer Howards, the Reese Hoskins, the Alec Bohms, How come they're great for like three weeks to a month? They're like, holy crap, this guy's so good, and then they're literally the worst baseball player after that because there's no tape on them. Spencer, ba- baseball is the ultimate tape and tendency sport. Spencer right. Howard said he had to come out in the second inning or whatever because he ran the first and he couldn't catch his breath after that. Well, that's because baseball players aren't actually athletes, but that's a different... He didn't even run! Whoa! Hot take alert. Baseball he players barely ran, athletes. like... I'm sorry. Uh, ask John Cruck. <laughs> that's a John Cruck quote. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, there you go. Apparently he said lady baseball argue. players. I'm not going to argue yeah. Crucky. You got it. <laughs> and look, there's a huge difference between a pitcher and a guy like Mike Trout or Shohei Otani, but yeah. pitchers themselves are weird people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've discovered that everyone is weird. By the way. Everyone is weird. I know, but there's like in most sports, there's that unique position, right, where pitchers are odd, goalies are odd, mm-hmm. kickers are weird. Does yeah, basketball think, have so. one of those? No, not, no, I don't think so. Unless no. you like Farcon, he's a little weird. <laughs> no, just, unless you're the lone Turkish dude, in, like one of three in the league. <laughs> I don't, I don't really think so. It doesn't matter. He's got to be tough, according to Matt. As long as he's got that mental toughness, that's what's matters. I don't think basketball. Okay, has. Kyle Korver has like almost no physical skill, and he's one of the greatest three point shooters ever. Mental toughness, <laughs> brain like a, like a steel trap. Muggsy Bogues is too short to is barely big enough to be a jockey, let alone an NBA player. He can't get on mental toughness at Sesame Place. I think that's mental toughness. <laughs> I'll roll with it. I like it. You know I'll roll. roll. Yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> no, no, seriously. So I have two serious questions. Because sure. wait, what do we got left? Uh, I'm about to go off tell, course. Tell, tales from the press box. So it's just uh, another one of the hot things that's been going on. The whole thing with Kwame Brown, and I just wanted to, our tales of anybody we thought got a raw deal as far as being criticized about their game or not living up to potential that you thought, man, this was when you saw it. And even now, you still think this is unfair that this guy got treated this way. It wasn't really his fault that it didn't work out. Ben Simmons. Ben, yeah, but Ben Simmons is still kind of successful, though. I'll He's tell you what, Kwame. it, it like, ain't, oh Qua- it ain't Kwame it Brown like. either. <laughs> uh, we don't want know, any smoke, Kwame. Ja. Just so you know. Huh? I, I think Ja got a raw deal. Why? He sucks. He's like he's become a serviceable like backup center. No, he hasn't. He's okay. Nope. 
Yeah, but I think he had an offensive game though. Yeah. And I, I treated I treated him like he was a I treated him like he was a giant piece of asparagus on the court. You know, and I'm willing to admit that was too much. You know who I really think is like raw deal? The entire two thousand one Sixers other than Iverson. Like they weren't that bad. All right? I know. I mean, people like, poo poo the defensive player of the year, the six man of the year, and the coach of the year. Like that's not a great. Yeah, team. they weren't. They weren't like people poo poo Aaron McKee. Yeah, yeah it was Aaron McKee. It's like literally, whole, you walk up on the street, people tell you it was AI and like eleven bums. Yeah. <laughs> look, er, Eric Snow's a bum. He, Eric Snow is an absolute you bum. Put respect on Eric Snow's name. He, Never. Uh, he, he had the greatest daily news cover ever. Snow guts, snow glory. Respect that. And he had like they were good players and they they played well around AI, but like he wasn't all actually alone. He he just wasn't Shaq and Kobe. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. These guys and, they they talk about these guys like they they're and a seven, you know playing and at LA Fitness right now. Lottery picks from like pedigreed schools. I mean, George only went to North Carolina. Like these weren't guys they they got off a of scrap heap from like D three yeah. schools. These were. Guys who had like I mean, they weren't, careers in college. They weren't world beaters either. Like, no, don't get me wrong. Beaters, but, were, but you know, they weren't just like it wasn't the process six. Exactly. But, You're not no. getting plumbers out there. I know. <laughs> so that's my deal. I think Sean or not Sean Camp. Sean Bradley maybe got a little bit of a raw deal. He wasn't really good in Philly, but he, he wasn't bad overall. He just should have never been picked where he was. Yeah, it, it it just looks bad when you look back at like some of the guys they could have had when they picked the guys they picked. Like, yeah, I think Larry Hughes yeah, when Larry they could have had Paul Pierce, Ed, Ed Wade, Ed Wade got a raw deal. I think we ran him out of town with torches and pitchforks when he actually built a pretty good team. Yeah. Like from the core out, that was mostly Wade, and then Pat Gilla came and finished the job. You know, they, with the right manager and with the right extra moves. Wade but, Wade was uh, didn't he draft the three guys? Yeah, he yeah, he drafted Rollins, Burl, Rollins, Utley, and Howard, and Howard, and and Hamels, Hamels. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't pay off in time for mm-hmm. him. I think Alton Brand gets a raw deal in Philly too. <laughs> that's because he's I think been. He gets a raw deal as a GM. That's because he's been asked to sit down. What? But, but <laughs> and like, stay off the phone. So, like, my thing is like the Tobias trade was not as bad as everybody says it was. Um, the Horford contract is what gets him. Like, I get it. It's definitely what gets them. But, like, look at how they drafted late in the draft since he's been here. And yeah. when you when you look at people talking, you, you hear it, like, they're like, oh, Maury. Like, they crushed Elton Brand for promising Isaiah Joe that he would be the Sixers would draft him. And then they credit Maury for this draft. And you're like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, Isaiah Joe is Elton's fault. You gave him a promise. Elton scouted him. Elton wanted to draft him. But yet... Moria gets all the credit for the draft. And if you look back in his history, Elton has discovered talent at all at all three drafts he's been involved with. Then there's Zaire Smith. <laughs> well, that wasn't necessarily him either. That was there was a whole lot in there. But you're right. Yes, he missed yeah. Zaire. Which who honestly, who knows if Zaire would have actually been good if he didn't almost die. I don't think he would have, but regardless, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> stick with the what if. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going with Marco Fultz. I think Marco Fultz got a role deal. I don't think they 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 tried. I don't think they tried hard enough. I think they gave up. And like you saw, at least on no. the bench in Orlando, he's serviceable. Anybody that's scoring the, the double figures in the NBA is worth a, a shot on your roster when you look at points being what's the most important thing in the game. I just think they gave up on him way too quickly. That's just me. He didn't want to be here. 
No, he didn't. They didn't. They, they, they didn't win was, in here. It was a needed divorce. We wrapped that dude in a down comforter that had just come out of the dryer <laughs> and was treated with bounce dryer sheets. Okay, and he still didn't want to be here. He had the shirt. Snuggle. Thoracic outlet, my ass. Oh man, the hate on. He can live down in Disney World. I hope he has a season pass. To what's wrong with Disney World? No, I'm just saying he can he can have it <laughs> right. right. He can go to Orlando Studios. I hope he goes to Harry Potter World. Right, Harry Potter and live in that World. magic little world where you know he was too good for the Sixers. <laughs> man, you're on fire today. Exactly, he won one, <laughs> yo. Oh man. So I saw that. I'm going to ask you. I have two questions. Go ahead. Everybody saw the the cheesesteak thing, right? Yes. It was not you, one cheesesteak, right? No, it was several cheesesteaks just lined up back to back to back to back to back. Right, it was so like three six, damn blocks. What was 600 feet of cheesesteak? Yeah, three but there, were, of cheese there was, it was normal size rolls. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't so one big So they just made roll. six blocks worth of cheesesteaks, not one big cheesesteak. Okay, well, as... I think I'm, at, I'm with you. They should as be disqualified. De- as, as devil's advocate, <laughs> where, the hell, where the hell would you have cooked that? Don't matter. Figure it out. Exactly. Figure figure out what. Look, a cheesesteak, a three block roll. One (laughs) cheesesteak has a beginning and an end. If you can see a clear beginning and end, that's one. How how many many hoagies is a hoagie tray? What? Right? I don't know. Where's the beginning? How many of those would you eat before you say I had one? What? Four. Four looks like to be a. Wherever it begins and ends. Rolls have ends, bro. I'm not going to touch it, but that's the end of the roll. Roll right there, right? <laughs> that's actually so the other those are the, the best roll. parts too. That crusty end. Oh, yeah. That's a so if you cut that up in five, four man. ways, if you cut that up in four <laughs> ways, and there's two ends, four pieces, one hoagie. I'm with I'm with Rob. Man. What if they're overlapping? That was not what? one large ho- one large cheesesteak. It wasn't. I had some guy arguing with me. I guess he's the guy that took the picture too, so I kind of feel bad. <laughs> but he was like, "Well, listen, if you if you line them up, you put cheese on it, and then you wrap it in tin foil, and you hand it to somebody, it's one hoagie." Then, like, no, no, you just tricked them into thinking it's one cheesesteak. There's really two in there. <laughs> it just you wrapped them up. So like, like if uh, if I tape two mics together, it's not one mic, <laughs> right? It's multiple mics. So that's horse shit. All right, I'm glad we all agree on that. <laughs> Look, more cheesesteaks for more people. Like, what's the problem? Well, you can't win a title for the biggest cheesesteak ever when you just line up 600 cheesesteaks. There you have it. You know what? I don't care because it's staying home where it belongs. If New York was doing this, I'd be pissed off. But it's not. Another cheesesteak record for us. Erroneous. <laughs> Amorous, I now. hope, Amorous, I hope you had a good right. time out there exactly. because they, they are, are, are knocking uh, it. Our great now. For us at last oh, is she there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I'm sorry. I don't pay attention <laughs> at all to the group. Just chat. so you know now. I'm awful. Yo. No, it's a the hot topic. From, Eric, if you're watching from Finks, if you're going to do the world largest hoagie, make sure for Rob's sake is one big ass roll. Oh, hey, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric, Eric knows he was, fighting the, he was fighting a good fight, too. I saw him. <laughs> he said he was fighting a good fight, too. So here's I one more it. question. I have one more question for you guys, and then we can do whatever. Would you and rather have 15 points or 15 assists? I'd rather have 15 assists. That means I contributed to more scoring than 15. I swear to God, Matt, if you say 15 points, I'm going to fight you. Well, listen. (laughs) Listen, why are you starting like that? Look, I would rather have 15 assists, but I like how 15 points looks for me. 
Okay, because I'm I'm not starting. I'm coming off the bench. Oh, that means me, I had a rephrase, great night. Let me rephrase this. What's better for the team? Fifteen assists or fifteen points? Fifteen assists. Thank you. Yeah, we all we all got that. Okay, another question. Tomato pies. Oh yeah, that How was we a, feeling? a big debate. And then we'll get to our. Uh, it, it was called a question of the. It was called a monstrosity that only Philly could create. It was uh, called an obscenity uh, to pizza. I don't tomato it. pie. What does it matter when people don't like Some, a tomato pie? I don't know. Who are these people? I don't know. I don't. You know, I, I don't try not to get too much into the food type because, like, food is. Uh, you know, like I was talking to uh, forget who posted it. Remember the whole convo about sugar and pasta? Yeah, Woodsy. That's why she's banned. What? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Alabama. That's why. That's why yeah, that's why Woodsy can't come on the show anymore. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Is that her name now, Woodsy? Woodsy. Yes. Yeah. We're going. Did with we create yeah. that, or is that like something? No, that we, we, yeah. we we we've created that. Ah, that's nice. Um, yeah, so I don't really get into food takes because, and like, you were like giving it a like, well, if, if it's what you want to do, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you want to do it, like, I mean, my it's not, does it like, a it's not bit in the sauce, but yeah. like, if you already have sugar like, yeah. in it, right, you're not adding like honey mustard to a fucking pasta sauce, you're just adding more sugar. There's already sugar. I'm, in. I'm concerned that you were even able to connect honey mustard and pasta sauce, yeah, but I wouldn't do it. That just is because it's weird because there's not already mustard in pasta sauce, okay. I mean, I don't put sugar on my pasta. I don't put sugar in my pasta. I don't put sugar in grits. I don't know what the hell is wrong with these people with I all put sugar. sugar. That's why. I, I, how can you not put? No, I feel like stop. I could understand. What you stop cream of wheat. Then if Hold you on. want sugar, because I like I like cheesy grits, but I understand how you could put sugar in grits because they taste disgusting without sugar and honey no. and brown sugar and all that good stuff. Salt, in it. pepper, butter. Are you thinking of oatmeal? No, Go I'm make, thinking about grits. Eat cream of wheat if not you want instant some grits hot either. cereal you know what I'm and sweet. About. No self-respect to Southerner eats instant grits, all right? All right. Not because of Vinny. So in your kitchen, the the laws of physics cease to exist? (laughs) On your stove, man? (laughs) I love that that movie is on Paramount at least once a week. Oh, it's a classic. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say this, too. Maurice and Tomei. I'm I'm guessing we're going to do this as, oh, yeah, she still stands. Still still to this day. Biological clock. (laughs) Been like this. (laughs) When she's arguing about the, uh, she's debating about the leaky sink and the mm-hmm. torque wrench. I never looked at a torque wrench again the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Label this one explicit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Torque wrench. Um, torque wrench. <laughs> so, tomato pies. Now, I'm all in. I'm, eh, I'm mad on them because so I'm, I'm a Sicilian pizza guy. And I love cheese. Yeah. I'm not a huge tomato pie guy. Like, I like it. Um, there's always, my stepdad always got it. There was a spot near us that made good ones. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have uh, upside down pizza, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With and the also, then the tomato sauce. But I that's just me. Like, tomato pie is still good. Isn't tomato pie kind of a Jersey thing? I've heard it called a Trenton pie before. I have no idea. I have no clue whether or not it's a Jersey thing. I have no idea. I just know I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the polls I think I put up on yeah. last out, and we got like 63 to 30-something. Yeah. But Anyway, checking on the poll we did today, this is the <laughs> and it went into a, a really big discussion in our uh, in our uh, group meet server, but we had, um, I put up, out of the teams of the last, it was like 30 years or so, that have won three or more championships, which team do you think had the weakest finals opponents? We had the 90s Bulls, the o, the 2000-2002 Lakers, the 99-2014 Spurs, or the Warriors Dynasty from 2015-2018. to 
leading our poll, thanks to you viewers, and I'll have something for uh, the watchers and listeners, uh, is the 2000 to 2002 Lakers at 44%. Second is the Bulls, the 90s Bulls at 29%. The Spurs come in third at 16%, and the Warriors come in dead last at 11%. And I can kind of see that, seeing how you know, you're facing teams with like three all-stars, three people that will probably be in the Hall of Fame at the end of the day. So I, so I can see why the Warriors were coming last. But, you know, it was it was close for a second with the, the Lakers and the Bulls. But uh, we got into a debate over, you know, when it comes to those teams and who you're playing and whatnot. Matt suggested that the Utah Jazz was the toughest team that any of those teams faced of the four teams that, that mm. we, we mentioned, the Jazz facing the Bulls. I completely disagree because I thought uh, – But the 2017 dude, Cavs? Me and, you are vi- me and you are vibing right now today. No. I, 2017 no. Cavs way dude, better than that Jazz. We do not give way better than any the Jazz? type of compliment or respect to Utah. <laughs> All right? Look, this is old school Utah. It don't matter. No, it This matter. is high shorts Utah. It doesn't matter. This is the mailman. Fuck Utah. That's all I got. Damn. I don't argue, uh, so I'm going to take, take my... No, we, we totally out on the mailman. Don't even get me started on that. Look, look. He's not a good dude, but the man could put... The, <laughs> the man got buckets. <laughs> man got I'm going to take... Shout out to my boy, Chris Benoit. Philly Iron Lug. Uh, Iron Lung. Um, I'm taking his stance because I agree with him. I don't like comparing errors because it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you, you could put Steph... Back in an era where they are allowed to like beat him up, and he's not going to be as good. But if you bring him up to this era, there's some of those guys. They they're not shooting threes like Steph. It's just the game changes mm-hmm. too much. And um, that's a good point. I decided yeah. to take that that stance. So thanks, Chris. And <laughs> did you did you vote in Dubs' nah, poll? I didn't vote. And you're standing pat at nah, not comparing the eras. I don't vote. I don't vote or die. That's not what I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Thanks for that yeah. tidbit. I will, <laughs> come, I will come out happily as someone who voted for the Lakers, or I guess against the Lakers in this case. Yeah. Mostly because I didn't think much of the Nets or the Pacers you or the Sixers. You didn't think much of Jason Collins? How dare you? <laughs> Look, no. the, the Nets were like the best team in the East for a little bit during yeah. that era. And it was... Back-to-back finals. They were just okay, right? They were good for the... Conference, but they were nothing compared to the Lakers. Oh, like I, I, I mentioned it in the group chat. It was a point where the West was so dominant, it was insane. They had won eight out of nine and yep. then nine out of 11 in an 11 year span from 99 to 09. It just wasn't close. They just weren't as good. And I couldn't name another pacer other than Reggie Miller. I think, Le- Rose was I think Larry team. Bird was Rick coaching. Rick Smith was on that team. Rick Smith was on that was oh. his last season in yeah. the NBA, but he was on that team. Yeah. So it was Jalen Rose. You know, the rest of the, the Dale Davis and yeah, yeah. all those guys. Listen, I did look up the Jazz roster afterwards, and yeah, most of them would have gotten that work. <laughs> exactly. Of course they would, because all they did was do a pick and roll with... Uh, like Jeff Osage or what? With um, Stockton and Malone, because yeah. it was the first time anybody ever seen it and didn't know how to cover it. Like Hornacek could play a little bit, but other than that... Yeah. I'm like, I'm just... The I, Duncan Dutchman. There we uh, go. Duncan. Who's that? That's the four for four podcast. Oh, I love it. Shout out right, dude, I gotta bring glasses. I'm bringing glasses in next week or the week after that or something. <laughs> give grandma, give man off some binoculars, yeah. <laughs> I have glasses. Actually, I think they're in the car because I need them from school. Yeah. When they put uh, stuff on the um, yeah 
What's smart all, boards? Yeah, but I don't actually pay attention anyway. So. <laughs> and then sort of from that poll, we had a, a deeper discussion evolve about how much does mental toughness rank in terms of helping someone yeah, win in a basketball LeBron sense. LeBron and Kyrie were such basket cases that it didn't matter that the Jazz literally have nobody to cover all three of the great three players they had on that Cavs team that it didn't matter because the they're mentally weak. The I'm Warriors? like, literally, somebody either has to cover LeBron or Kevin Love. Whoever the one that's not being covered by Carmelo cover- I tell you, they're covering all. LeBron. Then Kevin Love is getting 40. What, against Greg Ostertag and Antoine Carr? <laughs> is that what you're telling me? I mean, Kevin like, Love's getting 40. <laughs> imagine, that, imagine that in an NBA like, jam. Oh, they're mentally weak, which means, oh, stop it. At some point, talent, I think at a point, talent can overcome that to where no matter how tough you are and how weak you think somebody is, I'm just bigger, faster, right. stronger than you. Everything, everything has to be relatively close yeah. for that to be the ultimate factor, yes. but... I'm not sure. I'll meet yeah. you halfway there. I'll I'm not sure, there. like we, 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 what we see with like Kyrie and maybe LeBron crying or complaining or whatever, or, and even Kevin Love to an extent. Like it doesn't mean you're mentally weak like, on the court. In the game. Like <laughs> like K Love had a legit breakdown and came out and said he you know, he suffered from anxiety and depression and all. Yeah. That's something some people, not myself, by all means, trust me if you know me, uh, would see as mentally weak. But he held Facts. his own on the yeah, court. No. So, like, but see, what I respect about Kevin Love is like he's always like he's been out there with it, right? We're just watching, and it's not that I don't respect it, but like we're witnessing Kyrie just be weirder and weirder. But he and that's something that I don't trust on a game to game basis. But he, but when he's playing though. So like I know as a baseball, when? As a baseball I've never player, seen him miss a finals game. Yeah, when I when it matters. Well, yeah. When I when I seen him like as a basketball, like when you They've play basketball, when you're on the court, like your mindset it's different. Like if you're getting bullied on the court because you you can't handle like the the shit talking and all, that's mentally weak in basketball. Kyrie's weird. Like he's weird. Speaking of on the I don't court, know if he's bullying, mentally weak. Did you see that uh, WNBA stuff? Uh, they were calling her fat or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Two two girls were getting into it, and then they find the one girl ten thousand dollars, and the other girl like called her out on social media. <laughs> well, there was a. There was I don't another, think that is a good precedent. There was another all. coach too. Yeah, that, it was like, a coach who said the uh, the player was three hundred pounds. He's like, come on, you got to call foul. She's like three hundred pounds. Yeah. She said, first of all, I'm six eight, two thirty five, baby. But and and <laughs> big body Ben's over here. So, but that's, was that's fine, hand by stuff. The way, that's hilarious. <laughs> but that's like, but here's. Here's another thing too. Like I, I get it. You don't want to talk about people's weight or whatever. Um, like I'm not just gonna walk up to some random girl and be like, "Damn, what you like two fifty? <laughs> like, but yo, you ever thought about you, getting the low post? When you uh, that's, not, that's gonna be in my head for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, you like when you're when you're talking basketball and you're a coach, like that's coach speak. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it was mean. He, he wasn't trying to but be like, malicious. If somebody like, said that, so, and this is my thing. Like, if, if, if a coach said that in in the NBA, all that dude's like five hundred pounds. No one would blink an eye, yeah. and 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 really, the way I see it is, they should both be on the same level. That's that's boss be like that's coaches speak. So yeah, like your dude takes a bump off of Kendrick Perkins. Like, what are you gonna say? I'm like, come on, that dude's an ogre out there. <laughs> exactly. Call a foul. Yeah. <laughs> now, like, what I don't know what she said after that. Was it the opposing coach? Yeah. But I like that she came back at him. Like, you know, I'm six eight, two thirty five. Like, say something. That's how like that <laughs> should happen. Like. Oh, you like three hundred pounds? You old and bald? Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up! Like, see, as long as it's on the court, I don't like that. You know, you take it to social media later, and you're posting videos, and that's getting on Bleacher Report. Like, no, yeah. 
right? Have a sense of competition. Well, well, uh, Don't I, take it to the league, right? You ran and tell yeah, mommy. That dude got in trouble right? now. Did he? Yeah, you got to. Uh, I think it's, it's like cool. you come out, you uh. ended recess, and you went to the principal? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh well, uh, that's gonna be our I don't time know, for the I don't day. know the uh, appropriate thing when he says it's time to wrap it up. I just want <laughs> to interrupt you like wrap but it up. That's like, gonna be our program for today. But I do have one last thing because we do love that you guys show love to the poll. Uh, you came out. You always support us. You listen. You watch us on our lives. So I do have a little thing to give away. It's a hundred dollar wine voucher at nakedwines.com. So for everybody following. Right Radio Pod on Twitter. I will go through the followers at random. I'll select one. I'll shout you out on Twitter and let you know you've won this $100 wine voucher. It's going for $100 off. Uh, any case of wine priced at $160 or more. So I'll make sure you get that. Uh, like I said, all you have to do is follow at Right Radio Pod. We thank you for listening. It's been Right the Radio. This is your boy, Bobby Dubs. You can find me on Twitter at Rob M. Whitney. You can find me on Instagram at Rob the Writer. You can find me on Facebook. Just write Rob Whitney. And also go get the book, Hope Over Hurt. It's on Amazon. Matt Maratea, where can they find you? They can find me at mmaratea22 across platforms. Uh, Last Out Media just wrote about Phil Mickelson having his Lefty. final day in the sunshine, perhaps. And also... He's the new 30. Yeah. Tell me well, in golf, yeah. <laughs> Ian LaPerriere may be headed to the AHL. Um... Yeah, and we got other stuff going on. Lots of great writers doing lots of great things. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at ManoffRM. Uh, no need to go look anywhere else. I don't, <laughs> I don't use any other social media. Um, I'm going to try to do some uh, Sixers stuff. Uh, we're not actually on the beat or covering them right now. Um, hoping to re, re, re-attempt it, you know, when next season comes. Um, but I'm going to try to keep up. I got a lot of shit going on. But uh, I'll be putting stuff out all playoffs and... And um, if you're listening, go to Fink's and get a hoagie. For sure. Or we'll two. Be, we highlight you. It's two hoagies. So, like, just because. <laughs> two hoagies. I'm so Katrina smarter than a lot of these. Swear the coaches brought the starter in. Yeah. And I'm the type to tell your daughter.